Welcome to From the Valley Podcast. This is episode 14, Brisbane Business Life. I've got uh, two special guests with me today. It's actually the first time I've had uh, lovely females on the podcast. So uh, Kathleen Maloney and Sam Perrin from Downtown Creative Studios. Welcome along, girls. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. No, thanks for coming along. Musicians, both of you musicians. Um, you, you've got a great music school there in Wilston. Uh how long have you sort of been into music? Were you into music as, as like really young kids and stuff? Or Yeah, I started piano when I was five. So that was the very start. And then eventually it evolved into guitar, which I liked better. But pretty much since I've been learning anything, it's like music's been at the top of the list. Yeah. And my dad is a guitarist and my both of my brothers play. So one brother plays guitar and one plays bass. So I was constantly like sitting on amps as a baby and always around music. So yeah, my mum put me into dancing and singing as a kid and then just uh, the same thing. It just was always like on the top of my list of things that I loved and I just kept doing it. Mm, so, and obviously you've had, a, this has been a bit of a, I guess a bit of a journey for you two girls uh, running running a business together. Yeah. Yes, it has. It certainly has. It hasn't <laughs> yeah. been, it's, it's never easy to sort of... Uh, start from scratch you know in your in your sort of early 20s yeah we were uh, 20, yeah, 23 i think we were 22 when we first met up and talked about it yeah and then we were 23 when we started it and like we are musicians we're creative we love being bubbly and social and then business is like this complete other new world to us yeah so we've learned a lot in the last four years like a we lot, had a to lot. learn to be a bit more disciplined yeah <laughs> and know when to stop being crazy yeah yeah, so I guess that discipline, is that, uh, I, I can see that you've certainly improved a lot in that over the last couple of years. Thank you. Um, mm. uh, from what I've seen, uh, obviously seeing things from a financial point of view, but uh, I guess what are, what are the, what sort of, you sort of like all different types of music, what sort of music do you, uh, I guess what sort of music do you, do you like more than others, genres, that sort of thing? I think probably we listen to more contemporary style musics but we have we like all types of music yeah i have a philosophy that a good song is a good song in any genre yeah so definitely. we're open to all genres i feel like my favorite to listen to is like that indie folk kind yeah. of realm and i feel like you really like musical theater yeah. and like big belty songs yeah. we kind of listen to what we do what we're as good well at. Yeah. yeah but then our our parents live um listen to so much music as kids so we were both open to um Fleetwood Mac and the you know, Eagles yeah lots Some of classics, like, there. I mean, the classics. E the Eagles um it was this Hotel California such a good song great song yeah, I bought the vinyl Did you? from an op shop for good four dollars the other day great wow. one I don't Bargain. think they know what they had no. now they've lost <laughs> so you've got a record player at home I do Same. and a record collection that is getting a bit big for my shelf how many records would you own? Uh, maybe like 40. Okay. Well, that's yeah. probably more than my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I stole a lot from my parents. <laughs> what about you, record collector? No, my dad has some and I used to look at them, you know, as a kid, but I don't have a record player, so no. We're thinking about getting one for downtown just to give it more of a Authentic. retro vibe. You yeah, could, because you could, always, you could always sell your record player to downtown and... 
I could, but then I'd have to get a new one. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, take it home. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this Rent podcast it equipment, it stays here at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. But um, no, it's a great little setup you, you girls have got. Uh, how many different types of disciplines of music do you actually teach at the school? Um, so we started out with just Sam and I. So I teach singing, Sam teaches guitar. Um, and then we sort of ventured out with getting a piano teacher. Mm-hmm. And another slowly. singing teacher. Yeah. So we've got a fair few singing teachers because that seems to be the most popular. Yeah. Then piano, guitar. Below that is drums is probably the next popular. So we ended up getting a drum teacher. And yep. now Buying we have... drum kits. Yeah. That was expensive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now we have a violin teacher. Ukulele teacher. Ukulele. We have songwriters club. So we've sort of branched out as things get popular. And as people call up or email in asking for a you know certain instrument, we'll try our best to find someone to suit you know them and then yeah like we've had a one. saxophone teacher at one yeah. stage when there was a time when saxophone was really popular yeah for a good so six basically months. anything we'll really try and get someone in you know good quality mm. to teach people but saxophone yeah. that's an interesting is it is it difficult to learn an uh, instrument like an obscure instrument like a saxophone yes i had saxophone lessons yep. to fill the gap that our yeah. poor saxophone teacher had and it was so hard i mostly squeaked but at the end of your concert, I did drum lessons and Sam did saxophone, saxophone lessons. lessons to try something new. And we did a little duet. Yeah, at the end of drums and saxophone. <laughs> so it's a bit of fun, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, hard. it was great. Excellent. We did it. So have you two sort of, I know you've, you've, you've performed together and stuff like that. Have you ever sort of, I mean, you obviously would have discussed this, I'm no doubt having your own sort of band and getting it out there and coming up with a name and that sort of thing. Is that ever something that's crossed your mind or? Um, like in terms of original music or uh, Yeah, or original music, I guess, having a band. Yeah. I guess like um, Sam and I come from two different backgrounds. I've always done covers and tribute shows ABBA. and ABBA and Fleetwood yeah. Mac and things like that. So I've never really gone down the originals route. But then mm. Sam's always been in bands and done solo projects and originals. Yeah. And bands are really difficult to like, you know, get the logistics of everyone together to rehearse. So I've recently gone solo in the songwriting front and I have an EP coming out yeah. in mid-November. Tell me when it's on iTunes, I'll download it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I will. I'll put it on Facebook. How many, how many songs in, on the EP? Four songs. Four songs, well, that's good. Yeah, it's a small one. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I like I like the music here in, you know, the, the local scene, uh, Big Sound. I went to Big Sound this year. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Big Sound last year, loved it. Um, so many alternate music, all the different acts that are out there. I mean, it's quite amazing what the talent we've actually got here in Australia. Oh yeah. When yeah. it comes to when it comes to the that sort of scene of music, and they've got to start somewhere, and then all of a sudden, some of them become really big. Yeah. Some of them just stay where they are, I guess, mm-hmm. and, and become occasionally popular. Um, have you sort of, I guess, who, who are the musicians that inspire you that have that you've sort of seen rise up the ranks in your, I guess, in your uh, time? Well, we both went to QUT, so yeah. there's been a few come out of there. That A big one is ballpark music yeah. Yeah. that we sort of grew up with. Still I still haven't seen ballpark music live. I'd definitely yeah, I definitely I did. Them. They were really good. Mm. And also Cub Sport is yeah. another yeah, one that Cub came Sport's from another one. Um, uni, which is awesome to see people who... Phil Hancock's one of our good friends, and he's done 
like songwriting around the world and yeah he's got traveled. a new single coming out soon yeah we've just seen his really i saw cool. some shots of his music video, video. Music video so i guess people who like are our friends um that's really awesome there's like there's a lot of great artists in australia but it's a bit untapped you know especially like that on like the triple j kind of level before they get to yeah um you know bigger is like a really saturated market with so many good bands that like they could have sort of come and go yeah Yeah. but you got to keep that commitment level up and do lots of shows for free and get your name out there like it's a big commitment to to make Mm -hmm. um so when people continue and keep going then that's awesome I guess one of the interesting stories for me, a big sound this year, uh, one of the artists that I saw you, I'm not sure if you've heard of her, her name is G-Flip. Oh, no. Oh, yes. G-Flip. So G-Flip, two big songs on Triple J this year that probably will do well in the Hottest 100. Mm. And fairly well known now, all of a sudden, all these followers, you know. But the previous year, in 2017, a big sound was there in the audience watching, oh, wow. watching yeah. that, not That's performing. Awesome. And had it had it in her own mind i'm gonna you know this i'm gonna be back here next year i'm gonna be yeah performing you know yeah didn't know she'd be that as famous as what she is but she's uh it for two songs you know she's become fairly famous in my opinion mm. and very catchy if you haven't listened to it um it's, it's quite sort of and she's very multi she she's on the vocals and then all of a sudden she's out the back on the drums so. oh, yeah cool. i heard her performance is crazy yeah it is crazy um certainly have a look at it at some point it's yeah it's it's quite interesting that was the, probably the story out of big sound among other stories yeah, that's awesome uh, um yeah no that was it was great uh tell us a bit about the students i mean obviously how do they get into coming to your school how do they find out about it um what do you do to sort of get them in the get them in there and uh so that they can learn from you and your uh and your colleagues i guess it first started out with Um, lots of advertising and stuff like that but you know we've been going for four years now and the biggest part is doing a good job and word of mouth so we've got Mm. lots of siblings now every member of the family wants lessons we've got their best friends and people from the school we've got wilson state school yeah we parked our studio right next to wilson state school which is a big help yeah they just walk across the road that school comes to downtown now which is good and I think what sets downtown creative studios apart from lots of other music schools is that we treat our students like emerging artists so we want to get them out there and performing a lot so we did the echo this year and our kids did six hours at a stage at the echo where they were performing live so lots of people saw that that was great yeah Yeah. that was a really good one we had little show bags and people took them home and yeah did you have downtown show bags we had downtown little freebies which was really cute for free yeah they had our little logo on them we had um like all our marketing material and like lollies and wristband we got a downtown wristband and like now. downtown picks and pencils and we just sort of gave them out to kids about you know six and yeah up and they all loved it and took home that marketing so yeah we yeah. did lots of different we did like the saint columbus fate as well which was a good one yeah that was, that was a lot a of students one coming yeah. through we try and do as many performance opportunities as possible to get our kids performing as well as getting advertising yeah definitely so it's been really good lots and lots of kids through the door that's excellent so um i guess w- when did you uh, when did you find out that you had a, had a really good voice uh, kathleen <laughs> i mean how, how old were you when you felt when someone told you gee you can sing well you know and that you could become a singing coach you know well 
probably when I was at my performing arts school I went to called the Young Australian Talent Company under the direction of Trevor Green he sort of gave me a solo when I was six and then I got another solo when I was seven and so I guess just him and a lot of the teachers there encouraging me and making me feel like you know I can sing and I can do this all by myself and from that school so I was there for 11 years performing dancing not well but also being like one of their singers um, and doing their end of year concerts and I always looked up to him and I was like I want to start my school one day and I want to have kids like me there so yeah from a young age I always knew I wanted to own my own music school and I always wanted to be a singer so you've sort of realized that dream to it you know yeah yeah I'm like pretty proud of downtown and all the things that we've achieved and looking back I know that six-year-old me or ten-year-old me would be really like oh go me woo you know like really proud Mm. yeah it's good what I guess apart from uh obviously the running of the business what's what's the hardest part of running a business in your mind so the many customers. <laughs> I would say, or just the sheer volume of customers yeah, and staff. Dealing with different personality types, trying yeah. to keep everybody happy is probably the hardest thing yeah. we find because we're people pleasers, so we want to make sure everybody's happy. So we always have to like tiptoe around certain people and yeah. you know, try and make sure that we've got all the students happy and all the teachers happy and all the parents happy and as what, we get bigger I mean, yeah. what, you've obviously been doing this long enough to know what, I mean, what do you think is the biggest thing that what's the most common thing that uh, parents or customers will what what they have will they have an issue with or that is it what what's in particular that you're finding that's timing the hardest? Bookings. Yeah, bookings yeah definitely because kids these days Sport uh, will take over yeah. and sport changes depending on the term as well. So it'll be like, oh, no, coming up to term two, hockey's starting. So Sally so has to now, change her time. Yeah. Now, hockey has decided to put it on a Wednesday afternoon at 3.30, which is exactly when her mm. piano lesson is. She wants to stay with her teacher because she loves her teacher, but her teacher only like has no more gaps. Yeah. So we have to try yes. and fit other Rejig. people or maybe swap somebody and I guess that's, yeah that's the hardest thing scheduling is always a, scheduling, it can yeah. be a very tricky part of a lot of types of jobs I mean um, you know it's a, it is a skill to master, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, especially We're getting better at it. We yeah. are getting better at it. Thing. it and our eyes can see the gaps now. And yeah, like, oh, that's right. You can, there. you can even probably know what the gaps are in your head sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got to see what, what, what it is on the actual on calendar the as yeah. well. It's pretty scary when you know all the teachers' time tables off by heart. And you're like, yeah. ooh. And it's hard when you've got one student and you're like, oh, I can move them to this gap. But... Their sibling also does drums at the same time, yeah. so they also and need they to move, can't move. And then they do piano directly after that. You know, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's not ever just one instrument. They want to do lots of different things. So, yeah. But we're, so, but yeah. we're getting there. We always fix it. Yeah, it somehow. always gets fixed somehow. But that's yeah, that's fun. that's always a tr- it's, it can be a tricky one for you know the really micro sort of small businesses, but they've got a lot of different. Um, you know appointments. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. And you know, if you get, what happens if you get sick? Um, how do you rebook all the appointments then? I mean, I've yeah, I, I sort of go through this discussion um, with a guy at the gym who's a personal trainer. You know, he gets injured, can't can't do a Monday at all. He's got five or six appointments booked. Has to go reschedule, rebook them all. Yeah, try to fit in. Try not to piss off the customer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, has to have understanding 
uh, you know, clients at the end of the day. Yeah. For us, we, we've just gone through our contracts again and we've, you know, we always talk about how we can try and make our business better and easier and, you know, flow better. So we have made it a rule to um, make sure that the teacher replaces themselves with someone mm. and or... Um, has to re- has to make sure that they do a catch up within the week or as soon as humanly possible. Yeah, just so that it you know doesn't no parents get upset, no like yeah. kids are missing out on their lessons and everything's consistent. Yeah, consistency is key for kids to learn too. Mm. So. so both you both you girls uh, brought up in Brisbane or where were you born? Yes. Yeah, we were, we met at uni and we weren't friends. At all, I think really. I heard a story where you weren't initially friends. No, we were not <laughs> friends. And then, so funny. We ran in different like, circles. We, we did. And now we're running a business and I'm getting married next year and she's going to be a bridesmaid. Like, yes. We're like best friends. So, so yeah. weird. <laughs> but then when we actually connected again, looking back on our lives, we're like the same person. Like mm. we, had, we both grew up in old Queenslanders with, you know, lived in the same house our whole life and, you know, basically have very similar families and, yeah very very similar lives it's kind and of what, what, what is it about brisbane that you love so much i mean what what is it about this part of the world and have you been to other parts of the world to compare brisbane to other places that you might you might have um yeah well this year i went to japan and i was like whoa brisbane is so slow <laughs> like yeah. what the heck japan is so far ahead the trains yeah. come every three minutes and then i come back to brisbane and i'm like waiting for an hour for the train yeah and i was like oh my gosh why brisbane but then i went to vanuatu and i was like vanuatu is so slow brisbane is so fast <laughs> so i feel like you know brisbane is a happy medium where you can kind of just like there's not too many people you're not feeling rushed around you can just kind of do your thing but also you're not you know in Vanuatu where it's very slow yeah. <laughs> waiting three hours for a plane and I used to tour around Australia so I've been to like remote places and like every capital city and driving for miles and miles and miles and although every place in Australia has something amazing I just always have loved Brisbane like I always come back and go oh this is the happy medium like there's enough of everything to do there's an art gallery and there's you know every mostly sunny mostly oh yeah except for the last week yeah <laughs> has been raining but apparently it yeah. only rains 65 days a year in brisbane really mm. still too many though isn't it when you Way too many. <laughs> but then there's 300 days of sunshine oh, okay true it's like how many days? Yeah, <laughs> three hundred days of sunshine. Yeah. So, is it going to be a hot summer? Do you think? Do you think it, I mean, last summer was really hot? I don't know. Hot summer. I don't know. We're just prepared because downtown has brand new air conditioning. So if it's yeah. hot, it's fine. How brand new? We're we talking. Um, two su- no, not last summer. The summer before, we didn't have air conditioning because we yeah. just moved in and it was broken, and we thought yep. we were going to die of yeah, heat of exhaustion. Yeah. Um, but then. Our landlord came through for us and put in all new air conditioning. Yeah, so it's all ducted and we put it really cold and it's great. Because each room is just a one-on-one teaching room. So when you close the door, it's like a hot box. Mm. So you need, like, really... This has got great air conditioning here too. Yeah, very good. I feel very comfortable. Yes. So... It's not as I mean you can hear sometimes you hear the noise in the background, but anyway. If it comes to white noise, you know, it comes in part of the atmosphere. Yeah, it's... I did actually did one of these a couple of weeks ago. I did one of these podcasts on a plane. It was uh, yeah, I heard that. It was with the I listened to fighter. It. It's playing in my car now since I downloaded it. <laughs> and every time I turn on my car, I hear you, Tim. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so there'll be a couple more podcasts going up today, which would be good. So awesome. Oh, cool. Um, 
just did one before this actually, so it's sort of done a back to. This is like a back to back podcast. Oh, cool! So oh, very good. The other guy, his name was Kevin Ryan. He was a he's an expert negotiator. So if you want any negotiating sort of tips or tactics, oh, we need that for cool. our. Parents. I'm not an expert. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no yeah, we'll just do we that. We just go, okay, no, we'll we'll make it work. Nineteen dollars, twenty dollars, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um. So uh, Sam, I mean, what obviously you guitar? What what other instruments um, uh, do you sort of dabble in? Yeah, dabble in, specialize in, teach. Um, well, I teach guitar predominantly and songwriting because they're my two most confident areas. I teach piano a little bit because I have learned piano since I was, you know, very small. Obviously, it was never my favorite instrument, but I can play it if I have to. You play it really well. Yeah, I like it. I also like to write songs on piano. I don't know why. So tell me about songwriting then. So you said you're a bit of a songwriter of original songs. How do you get ideas in your head about writing songs? I mean, most people go through this, you know, I mean, even as a young kid, I remember trying to write songs and shit like that. I mean, it was, you know, what sort of, where do you, how do the words come out onto the paper and, and... and how do they come out of your mouth sort of thing? You I guess it's like, a, yeah, we run Songwriters Club. <laughs> Practice is one thing, like, you've got to... It's sort of like anything where if you don't really do it, you won't be able to think of new ideas very often. But if you're constantly thinking of new ideas, it just promotes more new ideas. It's not like you're going to run out. Um, so we do exercises to like get your brain going by, like, say, putting a glass of water in the middle of the room and just everybody has to write about it and see, like, where their brain goes. Okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, but also I think, like, because most ideas have been written about, like, it's all about trying to find a new way to say things. Yeah, Like, so that people can still relate to it, but also it's not like, I've heard this before, it's a cliche. So I guess you're always trying to think of new ways to say things that everybody knows about. Mm. So are there any sort of lyrics, I guess, that, that you sort of, or a particular writer or band that comes up with lyrics that you sort of take note of? Yeah, there's a few. Death Cab for Cutie. Do you remember Death Cab for Cutie? Can't say I do. know that one. But They're yeah. a great band. They're emo. And they've yeah. actually got a new album. Very excited. But I always found uh, his name's Ben Gibbons, I think. That's also a student of ours' name. No, it's not close. No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he, uh, I just think the way he says things is really cool. Like, And the way he describes things is really cool. When I was younger, I was really inspired by Matchbox 20's lyrics because they never really made sense, but also they still made you feel. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's like those kind of writers where it's like they say something in a really interesting way that maybe doesn't quite make sense, but still you get the idea. I really mm. like. Yeah, no, I, was, I listened to Triple J. Uh, that's probably what I listen to the most as far as a station. But uh, and the band that comes up with very interesting lyrics, and it's always about animals. They mm. had this thing, uh, this animal theme in their lyrics, and that's the wombats. I love oh, cool. the wombats. So, you know, they've got this song called Cheetah Tongue, and they do mm. all this. That's awesome. If you go and listen to their lyrics, and they always sort of mix a, some sort of emotion into an animal yeah. sort of feeling or, you know, this, that, and it's, yeah... Have yeah. listen to that one. That's uh, their actual lyrics and more. They're more recent songs, I guess, more than their oldest songs. But definitely their newer songs. There always seems to be like an animal. Obviously, when they're doing their songwriting and thinking, it's it's a, they're thinking, okay, how can I turn this into an animal? Bloody today, we're talking about pelicans. <laughs> yeah, how can we put that it's really in cool. That's kind of finding a new metaphor and you know, yeah. things finding, to hide you know, your lyrical meaning and in. 
you know, alligators and crocodiles, you know, all these different. Yeah. Yeah. There's some Tokyo Dash Vampires and Wolves. Yeah. Currently my jogging song. It's a classic song. I jog at uh, its, it's probably, feet. I mean, that's definitely in the top three or four Wombat songs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely um, that, that that's a perfect example of their sort of creativity and yeah. what comes out of their mouth. Um, but it's, it's great that you sort of got exercises and, you know, and yeah. sort of evolving that and have a structured approach to, to writing songs, yeah. Um, yeah. original songs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, Kathleen, I guess what what other what instruments do you sort of find the most fascinating, apart from obviously your voice? Uh, yeah, well, I've relied on my voice a lot, and then I've come into the real world and realised that you have to accompany yourself and things like that. So, I play guitar to a standard that's okay for me. She plays pretty well. She just doesn't just, have much confidence know, about it. I think I'm a singer, so that's it. And I've always had a, a band behind me or backing tracks. But I love playing guitar. Um, I love playing piano. Um, and also things like GarageBand and um, just putting together beats and trying to create your own backing tracks. Um, mm. I find that fun. We did that once in Songwriters Club, so that was a really good way to do things. So, yeah, but I love gigging with Sam because, or someone who feels really confident with the guitar because then I can let loose on my yeah. voice. Mm. I guess, yeah, I guess my creativity a little bit lacking, I guess, from the point of view of when I listen to other podcasts, they have all these little fancy little... You know, intros. And yeah, it's, I don't have that on my podcast yet. I haven't. Oh, you don't uh, we were need thinking, it, Tim. We were thinking like, um, you we can make you a theme song. Yeah, like well, something in the I'd certainly love to if you come up with something. Um, we'll send oh, it through. Done. Send it to me, and uh, <laughs> but you know, from the Valley Podcast. Da, 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 yeah. You know, Brisbane Business Life. From the Valley Podcast. So I've just left it fairly raw at the moment. Um, so I just like to get it out there and and that sort of thing. If I, you know, obviously if there's something that I like, I just don't know. There seems to be a lot of people do different things, and after a while, yeah, oh, I don't like that yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I don't want to sort of. It's hard to think I'm going to want to create something, and then you know, after four or five episodes, I'm going to say, oh well. Yeah. Do I like that still? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. one reason I guess I haven't done it, but I haven't obviously had the the right the right uh, ideas, talent, whatever you, you want. Yeah. Creativity. Um, all that sort of thing. So, so yeah. Where do you think downtown's going to go in the future? Where, what What's the future of music for you, girls? How's your job going to change it? How's your business going to change? Do you think over the next five to ten years, with what's changing in in the world and yeah. in Australia music? Well, I think we we when we first got together and we were at a little coffee shop and we were talking about naming the business because unfortunately you kind of have to name your business quite early to get your business name and everything sort of all organized and we specifically said that we don't want to call it downtown music music school we wanted to call it something creative because we never ever wanted to pigeonhouse ourselves pigeonhole ourselves that's it (laughs) um with just music we start we've started in music because that's what we're good at but yeah we love the art so we love dance and drama and art sam's a really good artist and we'd love to expand downtown, you know, downtown dance, downtown Downtown drama. Creative Academy yeah. is where we'd love to go, like the X-Men school, but for creative. Yeah. Would be awesome. Yeah. Um, another big thing we really want to get into is recording. Like yeah. we want to be able to record kids and have them produce EPs because it's yeah. like get obviously a time where, you know, yeah. talent's getting younger. Yeah, So definitely. 10-year-olds are getting famous. So we'd love to be able to help them write their own songs and then record it and then release it to Spotify. and Be their one-stop shop. Yeah. 
do their photos, you know, make get their headshots done and do their bios up with them with creative writing and write the songs with them and record with them and, you know, put, put it on Triple Unearthed and yes. all those sort of different mm. places to try and get them. We want downtown students to live their dreams and, like, get famous yeah. and or then just have invite access us to all the opportunities. Their opportunities. Yeah, and At the Emmys, mention us like, in their Thank Arias you. speech. Yeah, Arias, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kathleen and Sam from Downtown Creative Studios. Some might even mention us in their Grammy speech. Yeah. You never That's know. Something That's on the next goal. month, the Aria Awards. Is that something you girls watch? Or? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I love, love all the live music. I think last year, the Veronicas and Tina Turner. Mm. And Tina Turner, okay. Yeah, and not Tina Turner. <laughs> Turn, Tina, Tina Arena. Arena. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, hang on. Australian. A bit more Australian. Um, and Jessica Malboy sang Train. Um, Chain. Oh, yes. Chain, mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. All together. And it was, I loved it. It was so good. It was Australian singers singing like an amazing song and great harmonies. Mm. Everything was amazing. And the Veronica's also wore, do you see that? They wore like really tight red mm. high waisted pants and then just paint mm. and glitter. Wow. And they looked. Do you see that? No. It was just paint and glitter. Have you seen like, the nothing Ver- else? Have you seen the Veronica's live before? Have you? I know they went to my high school for a little bit and I saw them live at Carol's by Candlelight in like 1999. Weren't they out of Albany Creek or somewhere? Yeah, Yeah, they went to Wavell Heights as well and they went to Fernie Grove for a while. But they used to perform as the Iroglasso twins. Oh, that's right. And that's when I saw them at Carol's by Candlelight. I used to do singing competitions. One was called Sing Off for Kickoff at, I think it was Logan. And they performed there. So I was downstairs in, like, the dressing room with the Iroglasso Ira twins. And then they got famous and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, bye. <laughs> okay, I'll never see you again. But, yeah, it's great that they're Brisbane girls and they love Brisbane. Yeah. They always promote Brisbane. Um, and they are just doing really well. So I don't think they went to Fernie Grove for very long, but they've mounted them on their wall of famous students. Oh, have they? Yeah. <laughs> really I mean, cool. I do the same. When, you, when you're famous, I mean, if you're at school and, you know, someone passes through your school, you've got to acknowledge, oh, yeah. acknowledge that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and that's... Saw them live, I think, a couple of years back there up at the Pineapple Festival or something mm-hmm. up in, up at the Big Pineapple. Yeah. That. Yeah, they were good. Very yeah. good live, you know. That, They've um, got great voices. Great voices, um, you know they've matured with age too, so they've you know as they've got older, they still yeah. still got still got it. I think. Yeah, they definitely mm, do. For sure. um, so it's it's good to ha- when you see um, artists like that, they start off young and yeah, pop- they were famous really when young, they're young, they? and, mm. and even when they come back, you know, ten years later, they're still still famous, um, yeah. still you know fairly big hits as well. Like um, Savage Garden, where were they from? I love Savage they were Garden. They were this part of the world, weren't they? They were Brisbane. Yeah. Pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah, they were. Powderfinger were Australia. Um, yeah, Powderfinger is Oh, really? Powderfinger mm-hmm. Powder is obviously one of the big, bigger groups uh, from Brisbane when you think about what they achieved yeah. nearly 20 about 20 years ago. Don't say that. That's with uh, all of that's their in songs. our lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, but no, um, they were, they were quite big and Bernard Fanning um, Amazing voice and yeah. amazing songwriting, amazing songs. Yeah. Um, certainly inspirational back in those days, that's for sure. I think one yeah. lives out at Sanford. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And they filmed one of their film clips at Sanford State School. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's awesome. Interesting uh, thing to... What, what is your take on, I guess, collab artists? So I'm talking about the flumes. Oh, yeah. The, Sorry? Feature dot. Feature dot. What did you say? You know how they say feature? Yeah. Featuring? They're yeah. just like 
F-E-A-T. Yeah, feet. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, people like that who they very they got all this creative sort of stuff that they're beating out and all that sort of stuff, and then they just oh let's find this person with a good voice, let's find another person with a good voice, and then they all of a sudden they've got eight different voices on their album. Mm. Um, what do you think of that type of? I mean, that, that seems to be quite common more common these days than it was 15, 20 years ago. What do you you girls think of that as an approach? Um, I think it's an awesome approach because, like, obviously more ideas is better than one. Um, I do think sometimes the singers don't get enough credit for what they've done on certain... Like, obviously some take off, like, Jess Glynn did really well after, like, Rather Be With Clean Bandit. Such a good song. Stuff like that. I do that every gig. But there are a few just unknowns that, like, you're like, they have such a great voice and you never find out. Like yeah, really, and it's like I mean, who they are. An, an example from the last few years, um, Illy. Everyone knows Illy, uh, mm. the rapper. Yeah, um, he got uh, Vera Blue to feature yes. in yeah. the song, and all of a sudden, no one knew too much about her, other than you know, some people may have known she was on The Voices, Celia yeah. Pavey. Yeah, um, but she was just a feature on on that song uh, with Illy. Yeah, and the next thing you know, she has a, a her her album that she brings out. Yeah. Twelve months later. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. She and, was amazing. And very big on Triple J all of a sudden, yeah. and, you know. And it's if you get featured in an artist, there's a, there's a good example of taking, you know. Sometimes you said, it is. Uh, yeah, it works really well for them, and they take off. off. Um, yeah. Vera Blue, I reckon her album was so good, deserved more credit than it got. I saw her live, and she was flawless. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I just and don't think she took off enough in mainstream radio. And even people yeah. like Flimmer said, "I want that voice with my yeah. stuff." And yeah. Exactly. Um, one guy I ran into at Big Sound a couple of times actually, uh, who who's a, who does a similar thing to Flume. His name's um, oh, his name is uh, Paces. Yeah, sure oh, you've cool. ever heard of Paces mm, from no. the no. Gold Coast. He lives down the Gold Coast, so I ran into him a couple of times. Kept running into him. Um, I saw his set on a Tuesday. Ran into him on a Wednesday. Got oh, a selfie wow. with him, mm. and then I ran into him again on the Thursday. So I kept yeah. running into wow. him, and he was just <laughs> sussing out all the artists. He was supposed to feature on his song tip. Yeah. <laughs> I can't sing, but feet Tim. <laughs> I don't think so. But I saw all the feats that he had. Like he had five or six. Just in his set at, yeah. at Big Sound. Oh, cool. Had five or six, maybe so let's say five different artists yeah. that would come in different songs. Yeah. And oh, in his set. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. So he, he, he's like a flume, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's just ama- he's a fairly amazing guy. And, he, and he's done stuff with Guy Sebastian. So yeah. he's featured with Guy Sebastian's <sighs> current song. I always just think of their touring logistics, though. Like, if he's got, like, five different featured singers, yeah, does he have be, to fly them everywhere Well, that's the thing. I mean, mm. you always, when you go to a lot of these different events, like a Peking Duck's a good example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we went to the Tivoli at that time, they, Peking Duck sort of, yeah, they didn't have any featured artists because they, no. it was just a normal regular show for them. Yeah. But if it's like a big show, like if they, you know, if it's some sort of big event on, maybe it's Splendour mm, in the Grass, yeah. maybe it's, maybe it's the the one in um, St Helens that they did for One Night Stand. They they would have obviously flown all the yeah. artists yeah. in there. Yeah. Just for that, it's a good gig so, for the feet person. I know. Like, yeah. I just have to sing this little bit of this one song. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm, and, and then I'm done. And then I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> I love it with like I listen to, you know, ninety-seven three and like V105 and stuff like that as well. And um, I really love it when really big artists feature in other really big artists. So like, mm. um, like. Rihanna and Eminem when they did that song together and then in Rihanna's huge arena arena 
things like Eminem would just come out like how exciting would that be yeah. for the audience oh it would be to see two people that they love so yeah, yeah at, a, at a smaller level it's mm. awesome as well yeah yeah so um, one of the I'm a part of the Valley Chamber of Commerce I don't know if you girls knew that or not but I go to regular Valley Chamber of Commerce events and one of the sponsors there is 97 Point three FM. Oh, there you go. So, That's um, awesome. But uh, they're great events if you ever if you want to come along to those. But I think we're members. Are you? Yeah. Oh, is that with a lot of people? Yeah. Like yeah. People in yeah. We have a certificate that says we're a member. But I think that was only valid for was one that, year. Was that? Does it expire? Do we have to renew our membership? Probably. I would, yeah. But you can always tag along and try to get on. You know, get a guest with somebody else. Or, oh, true. You know, but okay, cool. Uh, they are quite good events. I've been going about eighteen months. I've been a member, so it's it's been quite oh, good. Cool. The amount of contacts I've met. Uh, had a, probably five or six of the guests have come from people that have met on the, in the Valley Chamber. Oh, we should go. Let's go um, one time. We should go. I think I the think trouble was it, it was like, is. what time is it? Is it like it's 6 usually, p.m.? Uh, like the meet and mingles, it's the last Thursday of the month. It's probably when you're teaching. Yeah, I think that's why we yeah, never could go. 5.30 till whatever, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. We stopped teaching on a Thursday at 8 p.m., so yeah, we so have to take it off yeah, or something. Very difficult. Or maybe on a holiday. Yeah, maybe on school holidays we could go, but it have, would have to be the last Thursday of the month, did you yeah, say? Yeah, it's, it's, that's have for to, the we would really, have to really, really like, figure that out. Uh, that would be really hard. Yeah. It would have to be the last Thursday of December or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, no, that's... so. I guess going back to the future talk, I mean, you girls obviously working very well together. Um, mm. Do you think this is going to grow much, what you're doing, or what, what mm. do you think is going to happen? Yeah. We're hoping it will. Our very wise accountant told yeah. us to get our current downtown running like a well-oiled machine before we start looking at another one. But we think we're getting there, like everything's starting to run really yeah. smoothly now. So that hopefully in the next couple of years we can look at opening a second, second downtown. downtown. So you've started thinking about what potential locations might be? Or? Well, initially we were doing lots of country competitions. We went down to Redlands to do um, some stuff down there and we realised that there's no music schools there and we thought so a couple of other there, places. Yep. Yeah, but, but there's then, a lot of like people from Redlands who are all musicians. So. And they don't have lessons. Yeah. But then we were talking again and we were thinking maybe we should open another downtown in a similar socioeconomic area that is similar so to the Grange because we know it. how to operate that type of, that type of yeah. customer. So but we maybe don't just know. crossing the river slightly. Yeah, so we, we have to still really talk about it. Yeah. Because what we've found with a high socioeconomic area like the Grange, people want one-on-one lessons. They don't mind to pay a little bit more. They want good quality. They want that's what pretty much everybody wants. They don't want group lessons for ten dollars. Mm. Whereas a lower socioeconomic area, they probably would like group yeah. lessons, lessons, and we're not as like, yeah. versed so in that yet. So. And that's that's certainly good that you to you know come up with that sort of conclusion as well that does make sense mm. but there are you know other areas that you could look at sort of i guess on the you know the the belimbas yeah yeah exactly. and the rent would be a lot cheaper so that would be helpful um, and cooper so maybe do. some areas there whether they've there's yeah. a school there i don't know but yeah and we'd have to go through we'll just plant ourselves next to um, another school you know oh, i know that happened to paddington us. red hill uh, well, there's all these inner yeah. sort of places yeah, that sure. yeah. sub yeah like a suburban just like where we are but not yeah. too far away but you know somewhere that, that's probably a good idea though that's that's probably a, something to consider in the next next uh, targeting yeah mm. um, but, but then we'd have to figure out who 
go. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, because we are such core members of downtown at the Grange, mm. it would be the only way we know how to start a business is for Sam and I to be together. Like, yeah, of course. Mm. When we're separate, we're okay, but when we're together, we're like the dream team seems to so, multiply yeah yeah mm. so we'd have to think about like only yeah, one of us do going we have to go one of us go down there or do we get like a manager to do manage it now downtown and spend all our time you making new downtown yeah, figure yeah. out what to do with <laughs> do that. we have to teach it new downtown <laughs> yeah so. do you think um things like skype will come into play as far as teaching and uh, i've got a couple of skype lessons mm. they are challenging because when you sing especially everything needs to be completely in sync so i can't sing along with anything because skype yeah. is so subtly not in sync yeah it's so second behind or yeah, something. yeah 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 and they'd go yeah, yeah you know just slightly so that's really challenging and yep. also with um alignment and a lot of things with singing i need to be there and do a 360 around them and make sure and like even um you know touch their shoulders or their head or something and to make sure that they're standing correctly so that's hard with skype but mm. there we've developed ways around a lot of that so um skype lessons are a good opportunity and a lot they of are. other schools do they do that. i just personally don't love it because i'm a grandma when it comes to computers <laughs> and the internet so i'm like mm, it's exactly like someone yeah, how do you press call? She's frozen. She's not on video, you know. <laughs> her voice like, is still going, but her face is frozen. What do I yeah, do? What do I do? I Just like, keep much going. Prefer one on one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's a good opportunity for our teachers to do it. Yeah, because some teachers are overseas and they'll Skype, you know, yeah. to mm. Australia or vice versa. Have, uh, yeah, um, a few singing teachers that I follow have students that are international and they Skype their lessons. So mm. there's a, the whole world could be students. We just haven't tapped into that yet. Mm. So yeah, if we do, then it'd be something that we'd really have to get good equipment and like yeah, get a set really up good a room internet connection. Yeah, it's gotta be good equipment that. at both ends too. Yeah, not exactly. Just one end, so um, definitely. So I guess what, is there anything you can sort of tell the listeners today as to if, if, if they're you know looking at trying to get into music uh look trying to learn trying to take up lessons want to know where to start what, what advice would you have for those types of people a it's never too late to start depending yep. on the age bracket of your listeners um two um it's never as hard once you start like it always seems really daunting when you've never done something or if you've got this whole like say someone wants to learn guitar it's like ah that seems really overwhelming so long as you just start one step at a time, it all of a sudden yeah. you're so much better than you thought you'd ever be. And do it. Just just do it, you know, because mm. it's so fun. I think that a lot of business owners and a lot of people in general don't have a creative outlet. And I think we have seen the benefit of being creative and having a creative outlet. That's something that's just yours. So that when you're stressed out, you can just play something on the guitar or have a sing or play some piano or write a song. Like mm. That's really important for your mental health. So like there's so many positives about it. You don't have to be a famous person. That no. doesn't have to be the goal. It's good to have a hobby. The like goal can just be us. have fun. We are learning. Kathleen is learning Korean. I'm learning Japanese. Wow. That means hello. Arigato. Gozaimasu. I said thank you very much. Nihon ni ita koto ga arimasu ka? Very good. You know what that means? Wakarimasen. <laughs> Probably not. Don't no. understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... Have you ever been to Japan? I think that one was. Oh, really? Actually... Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> hi, yeah. Yeah, or air. Um, 
but yeah, I remember learning Japanese as a as a kid. I was actually quite good at it at school. I actually, won a subject prize one. Really, amazing. Back in year ten. Well done. I was the best at, in the class or something. Go you. And then all of a sudden, I got to year twelve and yeah, done. Been there, done. You that. just forget. Never, yeah. I, you do forget, and uh, one thing, I, I'm, one, you've been there. I've never been there, so um, I'd love to go to Japan one day. Still on my bit of my list of uh, places to go. I'm dying to go back yeah. for one reason at the moment because they have this ramen place called Ichiran and I'm craving it so badly. Just go to Japan And I'm to like, get Josh, it. what is the furthest we can go for a date night? Yeah. Can we go all the way to Japan just to get Ichiran? <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> uh, it is so good. So what, have you sort of travelled the world much, Kathleen, as well? Have you? I've been to the States. I went to my cousin's wedding in Hawaii. So we did a little bit of traveling around the States and then had the wedding. Um, I've been to China and wow. I've been to Singapore. I did some choir stuff over there, which was fun as a kid um, and all around Australia. But no, I haven't done Europe. My parents go away to Europe. So where about in the, the States have you been? You go to? Um, never eat soggy. West Coast, yeah. <laughs> LA, Hollywood. What do you, you think of LA and Hollywood? Dirty. Yeah. Really? Like, it's so glamorized and I had this huge expectation yeah but it was you know everything's smaller and there's lots of people being like please buy my music and uh, you know, begging that, yeah. and stuff like Venice that Beach, it was... yeah it's not that great and it but no. it, it but it was an experience and it was fun mm. and you know there's yeah. huge portions of food so you can oh, just share especially and, in Vegas it's and crazy. we went to Vegas too and Vegas was amazing I loved mm. Vegas but um, I think Sam and I want to travel and do it for work sometime. And yes. Really can downtown, can downtown take us overseas <laughs> to watch a show or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we definitely need to do more. Definitely traveling. do Europe. Yeah. Again. I mean, Europe, uh, I'm going to be there for Christmas actually. Looking oh, forward. lovely. Cool. That'd be awesome. Be yeah. cold. Be good. Yeah, that's it's part of the idea, I guess, is, is the, the cold Christmas mm. as opposed the to snow. what we get here. But, you um, know, 40 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Feet in the in kiddie the pool. pool. On yeah. Christmas day. <laughs> sunburned yeah. yeah yeah okay i think that's probably about all we can really sort of cover in the podcast today girls it's been really really good uh, anything final that you wanted to add to the listeners or any any sort of plugs that you wanted to, to have about your business well um, if you're looking if you're in brisbane and you're looking for a place to learn any sort of instrument or songwrite then i'd really recommend giving us a shot check out www.com downtowncreativestudios.com.au or give us a bell um, on 33527427 just change our number so that's why <laughs> it takes a little while to come um, back to my brain yeah so we'd love to yeah we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear your story why you want to learn yeah and then have you a part no, of our help family you with your goals no thank yeah. you very much for being great guests and i've always fe- felt that uh you know you'd make great podcast guests <laughs> oh, thank as you because well, uh, i've known you girls for a few years now at least yeah. and uh certainly you know you've always got some a couple of interesting stories to throw into <laughs> uh, you know into the whole realm of what you could possibly talk about so um a bit different uh, from all the other podcasts i've done it's um, which is really, which is, you know, everything's got to be different the way I see it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, why not? So I can't wait to listen to this back uh, at some point. Um, we'll definitely get it uploaded. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, we'll now get some uh, some work done. We'll do our tax <laughs> now. Tax time. Yay. Thanks, Tim. <laughs>